As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Coming up on today's show, gift ideas for the true haunter in your life and Haunted Overload continues their tradition of donations. The Mortuary debuts Psycho Holiday Halloween Haunt and Max gets us a post-mortem report from the Blood Prison. Here we go. For the 10th year in a row, the Haunted Overload team has donated a portion of its proceeds from its Halloween attraction to support animals in need at the Pope Memorial Humane Society, Cahico Valley. On November 15th, Eric Lother and the Haunted Overload team presented the shelter with another large check, bringing their total over 10 years to over $347,000. The money they've donated has been used to create a cat playroom in the shelter's new building and to support the care of animals for 10 years. The Pope Memorial Humane Society was founded in 1984 as a non-profit org and provides a safe and loving home to more than a thousand animals each year. Because it receives no federal or state funding, the generous support from the community and events such as Haunted Overload are very important to its survival. Thank you, Eric and team, for all that you've done for the Pope Memorial Humane Society of Cahico Valley. As we're already into the second week of December, Brian from Haunted Toolbox asked, On the first day of Christmas, a true haunter gave to me blank. We received a bunch of responses, including a toolbox with all the tools, a severed head in a pear tree, E6000, five big strobe lights, zip ties, a case of flat back spray paint, and a special shout out to Alex Farnsworth, who on a whim made up a complete list of the 12 days of Christmas things that he would like. Check out our post with the link in the show notes. Just when you thought Halloween was over, the mortuary in mid-city New Orleans debuted its first ever creepy Christmas-themed haunted house. The new fear-filled event called the Psycho Asylum, Home for the Holidays, launched this last weekend and runs weekends through January 2nd. The Mortuary will incorporate the same video game-style laser tag experience that they used in their October haunt. Owner Jeff Bourne said he has been working on this concept for a few years and is excited to debut the experience. It's not your typical haunted attraction. With the Halloween season over, we wanted to extend a new, unique, and interactive experience to all of our visitors. You'll be able to defend yourself by shooting your way through a maze of serial killers, supported by Santa's own team of psychopaths. It's sure to offer a unique alternative attraction this holiday season. Guests can expect COVID-19 safety plans similar to what was in place during Halloween, including required face coverings, time ticketing, and regular rounds of sanitization in the attraction. 
In addition, in Jefferson Parish, the New Orleans Nightmare will also transform its Halloween haunt into Krampus, a haunting Christmas, for two days only, this weekend, December 11th and 12th. This nightmarish event returns for its third year in the attraction in Jefferson. Are your haunts doing anything over the holidays? Please, let us know. Speaking of last weekend and of Krampus, I want to offer a big shout out to all of the Krampus groups across the world who were able to get out this weekend and do their lauf. A lauf is a parade or a walk that the Krampuses do every year, usually around December 5th, Krampusnacht. Because of COVID this year, things were significantly different. I want to shout out to all of those that were able to celebrate, whether it was in your own backyard with your grandson like I did, or out on the socially distant streets. And a special shout out to my hometown crew, Krampusnacht Edmonton, who divided instead of one long lauf with a lot of Krampus demons and angels out, split into many small cohort groups to make sure that they could cover all areas of the street and entertain some of the people. For those of you who don't know what the Krampus is or just want to learn more about the history, I suggest the following book, The Krampus and the Old Dark Christmas, Roots and Rebirth of the Folkloric Devil from 2016 by Al Ridenour. It may be out of print now, but copies are still available on Amazon and other retailers, and you may be able to find it in your local bookstore. Amazon also has the Kindle version that you can download so you can read it on your Kindle or even just on your computer. It covers not only a great history and the explanation of Krampus, but also Perchta, Schnabel Perched, and all the history around the season from St. Nicholas Day and the preceding Krampusnacht, right through the season to Christmas, going up through the 12 days of Christmas, and right up to Epiphany. I also want to shout out to all of the vendors out there who are creating things for the Krampus season and keeping this Halloween spirit that we all know and love alive throughout the rest of the year. Alan Hops, I know, has made some great masks, and there's other vendors out there that are producing goods, whether it's Krampus-like ornaments for your Christmas tree or masks such as those that Alan is making. Thank you all. That was Daryl Plunkey, and now on to Max's interview with Vic from Blood Prison. Vic, how are you today? Good, man. How's it going? Tell us, uh, maybe for those that aren't familiar, maybe tell us about Blood Prison. Well, we're, like you said, up in Mansfield, Ohio at the Mansfield Reformatory, where they shot the Shawshank Redemption movie. That's how everybody knows the place. It's a big gothic castle-looking old prison. Interesting venue, very paranormal, and has its actual haunting element to it. So it's it's a fun place to do a haunt, for sure. So tell us about uh, the season. The season... Every, you know, con- considering everything that was going on, um, actually went pretty well. You know, we put in some precautions, obviously, and we did some uh, COVID restriction type deals. But what really kind of jammed us jammed us up a little bit is we normally have our two big cell blocks, you know, um, up and running. And I couldn't do that this year because we didn't know if haunted attractions were even going to be allowed to run. And honestly, we didn't think they would. We figured, you know, they would last minute everything and be like, you know, no, you you guys can't do it this year, which, you know, is what it is, but they never did. They just kind of really put out um, recommendations, but operating a haunted attraction there, because it's a museum. It's not just, it's not just my building that I, you know, put a haunt in, you know what I mean? So it's owned by the um, Mansfield Reformatory Preservation Society. So they do other events as well, including, you know, daily tours. So we have to set up and tear down every year. And that takes like at least a little less than a month to set everything up. So we didn't have the time 
since they didn't release the recommendations until like, I think it was September 17th. And we were supposed to open on the 25th. So we didn't really have the time to do it. So we weren't able to use our cell blocks in that instance. The season wasn't good because the cell blocks is really kind of what makes us different than, you know, everybody else. And, you know, I guess you could say special because they're huge and they're enormous and they're just so creepy and they're, you know, the ceilings are, you know, probably, you know, hundred feet. And then the, you know, it's three, almost 400 feet long on each end. So in that sense, it, you know, wasn't the same. And some of the fun parts, you know, is in the cell blocks, people get in those big areas and the way we dress the cell blocks, you know, we've really come a long way with that. So, but in the aspect of getting to open, it went really well. You know, we had everybody in masks, you know, uh, guests and actors, and we had the building sanitized every, every day. Uh, we'd come in, uh, have a company come in and sanitize the font route and everything. So, but, you know, I mean, it went great. You know what I mean? Considering, um, I hope I never have to do it that way again. I mean, I will say that because that, you know, I don't, I don't want to do that again. I mean, it's, it's not just a disservice to our guests, but to us as haunters, because it's hard to take someone out of my big giant clown cell block on one side and stick them somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say that those cell blocks are, they're phenomenal. They're just, I mean, it's just beautiful to walk through, but it also, I probably creates a fantastic distraction for yeah. people that the actors are able to take advantage of. I would say, um, it's almost cheating because of such a fantastic building, but it's, <laughs> it really is a great place. Way yeah. <laughs> so, so with it all, I mean, how was the, how was the reception? How did the, uh, how did the audience take it? Well, we tried to, you know, like I did some uh, like radio interviews and I, and I put some stuff on the web, you know, for me everything saying, you know, you know, that we're not able to do certain things this year. Um, for the most part, people dug it. They said, Hey, it was still great. You know, all my reviews were still good. Uh, the reviewers we had come through uh, scare factor, Ohio Valley haunts, all those guys, um, they all came through and said, you know, they were, they were grading us on a COVID curve is what they would, t- would tell us, you know, but you know, I have a, <clears throat> a really good team of people. Uh, I put together that really just made what we had to run spectacular, you know, at least, you know, maybe I'm just, you know, a little biased, but you know, it was great. You know what I mean? The new areas that we put in that, you know, the new sections were crazy good. I mean, I just had so much fun, you know, putting them together, designing them and, and watching the crew um, build everything and, you know, put it, put it all down on paper. So we had a really good year considering we only ran four weekends So we were cut short and we were less than half of our normal haunt, but it went really well. So building as it is pretty uh, creepy as it is. um, The actors are the ones that are still going to be bringing this show to life. I don't know. Did you have any like uh, standouts for this year? This year we had a couple new people come in from uh, by Toledo that came all the way down from Toledo to uh, work with us. Um, uh, What's her name? Mitchie, I believe is her name. And she was in our cage uh, right after the East cell block. Um, she's like, a, it was basically like a, a doctor slash nurse uh, character. And she was like a hundred miles an hour the whole time. Um, she was amazing. Um, our new Mitchie butcher guy. Is awesome. Huh? I've met Mitchie. She is pretty awesome. She is. She's a wonderful person. And she goes, and she actually was in our house in our kitchen and she was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of not feeling it. And my acting manager, Brian was just like, well, Hey, well, let's move you. Let's, you know, switch things up. Cause you know, we want to get the best that we can at everybody and, and be comfortable. And we moved her down there and she just 
oh my God, she just flourished. You know what I mean? She just did so well. And our, our, um, oh, who, our, but her new butcher is a guy that came to us from uh, Cedar Point named Mike. Um, cause Cedar Point was closed this year. So they, you know, he, he asked me, Hey, can I work with you guys? Yeah, of course. You know, so he was great. A guy named Mike Cavender was really good. Um, my, um, granny character in our house, uh, Darian is, um, he's always, <laughs> he's a character. Let me tell you, that guy gets mentioned in almost every one of our reviews because he is the guy that will, doesn't matter what you say to this guy, he's got something, he's got something for you. Uh, my front of house guy, uh, Casey, they called him father, uh, was really good this year. He was in our kitchen last year. I mean, I could, I could, I could name many, many got people that did, you know, did so well for us this year, considering, you know, uh, the, the situations we had. Um, oh yeah. I want to give, I want to give my own shout out to, um, Andrea or Andrea. I think she was the warden's oh, widow. Yeah. She is uh, yeah, the warden's widow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All the photos that were taken. Yeah, uh, like her and uh, and the character, it was like oh, and she got me pretty good when I came through uh, a year half ago too. I mean, uh, she that's that's a heck of a scream. <laughs> oh yeah, she we actually um she changed her uh, uh, costume up a little bit. Had uh, Sven Puss do some stuff to her her dress. Uh, they put these new sleeves on, and they gave her this uh, headdress piece for her. Oh man, it's it's spectacular. They did such a good job, <clears throat> and uh, she she supported that for our photo shoot and our video and then for the season and it just looked, it looked badass, man. Let me tell you. So if people want to find out more about blood prison, maybe what are some of the social medias and such where they can come and find you? Well, we're on, um, you know, Facebook and Instagram. We've got a YouTube channel and then, you know, just the website, bloodprison.com. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it anytime. And, uh, Keep on, man. Let's keep it going. Let's move into next season and, and move forward. That's all I can say, man. And that is it for today. From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this was your Haunt News Briefing. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you catch our shows every Tuesday and Thursday. And if you like this episode, please leave us a review in iTunes and share this episode with a friend. Today's episode was sponsored in part by Gantam Lighting and Controls. It was produced by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production and editing by David Swope and music provided by Chris Thomas. The news was reported by Daryl Plunkey. And if you want to be part of the conversation, join our Facebook group at Haunter's Toolbox. If you have news or a story to report, drop me a line at philip at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. And until next time, everyone, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 